Now, back to On Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. 746, and I want to take a little bit of time to talk about what I think is the real cost of minimum wage because it is a much, much bigger story than just the political back and forth of what is quote unquote fair. I mean, if it were truly about what is fair, then the very businesses being hit by these huge spikes in cost would have been given a voice. Kathleen Wynne was not interested. So in a couple of weeks, the new year ushers in a massive hike that'll help some and hurt others. And and we know the government did no research. They, they'll tell you they did. But they didn't on this issue, or they would have released it. They would have released this cost-benefit analysis. And they didn't do it because the reality is the job losses would have been a very hard sell. So they ignored the facts and pushed this policy out because they knew it would be popular in the headlines and it would further outleft the NDP. So this was strictly a political move. Period. I mean, if fair wages were so important, why haven't they done anything in the last 14 years? As they should have. Slowly, gradually, so businesses can adapt. Several studies have come out saying 50, 90, 180,000 jobs could be lost. I guess that's just collateral damage of this government. You know, it seems uh, interesting we get outraged when we hear a politician say 100,000 jobs could be cut from the public sector. I mean, people went nuts. But when you hear these numbers about private business, oh, oh well. And while you may not be sad to hear Loblaws and Metro shedding jobs, that's not who we're talking about. It's the mom and pop shops in your neighborhood. It's, you know, the neighbor who runs a flower shop or a pet store or, you know, uh, a little wine store or maybe the restaurant. That's who it's hurting. A Toronto restaurant is under attack right now. They dared post a sign in their window and it said, sorry, price increases in effect. Please blame Win. Fair wage is great. A 30% increase immediately is not. Oh, well, the Fair Wage Brigade leapt into action. Oh, yeah, they did. They launched a blistering attack against the owners, shaming them for their lack of humanity, their whining and threats of never coming back. So let's bring in owner of Kaboom Chicken, Chris Stevens. Chris, if I'm to believe what I'm hearing, apparently you and your partners are the most uncaring, selfish people out there. Yeah, that's apparently what it says on social media right now. Um, no, I mean, that's, obviously that's not true. Uh, we just, I think the post that we made was kind of misinterpreted, partially our fault. It wasn't worded the best way that it could possibly be. But uh, the point we were trying to make was that we do believe in the wage hike, and we do think that our workers deserve to be making a living wage. Where we kind of run into a problem and what we have, what we disagree with is that there's no compensation coming for the small businesses. So for in, in our case, we're already running on a shoestring of a budget to pay everyone. If we increase the wage, there, there has to be somewhere for it to go, and there's nothing coming out from any tax benefits. We have rising property taxes coming. Produce costs more every day. It's, there's, just, there's just nowhere for it to give. So we kind of feel like everything's the burden kind of being heaped onto the small businesses. Uh, I'm going to take issue with one thing you said, and that is you made a mistake in, in putting up the sign in the window. The sign said basically what's happening. Sorry, we have to raise pipe prices. Blame Kathleen Wynne because it's going up 30%. There was nothing misleading or wrong about that. That is what the government is doing to small yeah. businesses across the province. I mean, I agree with you there. That, that part is fair. I was kind of more referring to the Instagram post. There's mm-hmm. a bit of a rant in there that um, I think we got we let our temper get a, 
bit ahead of ourselves. And it was, I think that's more what I feel people have been misinterpreting. So how are they misinterpreting you? Because, you know, you're a business person, your colleagues, uh, you know, you've built this business. It's a local business. It serves the community. It creates jobs. And yet when you have to tell your customers the prices are going up, you have been vilified for that. Yeah, I think I think what happens is a lot of people took it as us complaining about us uh, raising wages or having the raising raised wages for the workers, which isn't the case. We're happy for that. We want mm-hmm. we want everyone to be making. If I could pay people more than I have to, I would. We just can't do that right now with the budget we have. So I think what people were looking at uh, was the Instagram post and seeing that more as uh, more as attacking uh, the actual wage increase. Right. Versus it being no, that's that's not the case. We just don't like the way it's being rolled out. Right. Uh, it's 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 kind of a, a band-aid fix. You know, it's, let's just throw money at the minimum wage, and let's have nothing going on with the infrastructure to help pay for that. It's going to end up hurting the small businesses, and in the end, I wouldn't be surprised if you see a lot of layoffs coming at the very bottom small business level because we're just not going to be able to stay in business. And it's, it's it's sad truth. You're not going to be able to stay operating the way that we are now uh, with the increase in the wages, the way it is without any tax breaks, without anything going mm-hmm. towards it, no government subsidization. Uh, there's a 1% tax benefit that they're, that they're giving uh, small businesses right now. That doesn't even cover the inflation and in property taxes. Right. Uh, for, most, for most small businesses. Now, now look, they, they, this is purely political. This was done to corner the yeah. NDP and to do it because it was political. Because if the, the Wynn government had done what it should have done, which is, uh, you know, some research, some cost-benefit analysis, they would have known uh, that job losses are imminent because we've had three or four other banks and businesses and chambers do the research for them. And there are job loss uh, expectations from anywhere from 50000 to 180000 Now, for some reason, it's only offensive when it happens in the public sector. But when job losses are shed in communities across this province, no one seems to care. So why do people have such a misinterpretation of what's going on? I think a lot of it gets just kind of gets tossed under the radar. Um, I think it's it's a little bit more personal when it's a small businesses because it's people looking like, well, who are you to who are you to this? It's, it's a face, not a corporation. If, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's easier to kind of vilify that. You have a finger to point at, right? Um, which I think is the case. And I mean, I can understand both points of it. I understand why people get so. So it's a very inflammatory topic when you're talking about minimum wage and uh, cost of living for people. I myself have worked as a minimum wage worker for the majority of my life. Uh, before opening up this business, that's pretty much what I did. I was in the service industry the whole time. I understand exactly how fine that line is and people living check to check. It's really important. And this wage is going to help out a lot of people. Unfortunately, it's only going to help out a lot of people if the businesses can keep those people employed. Right. And and that's where I see an issue. It's, I mean, I know for us, we're, we're going to be, it's going to be a struggle. So, so tell me, put into perspective, uh, from your perspective and your partners, like what will this do to Kaboom Chicken? Well, for us, what we're going to have to do is, it's just, we're running things lean. We've already opened up one extra day, uh, which, is, which is fine. I mean, we're working seven days a week right now, uh, so we can get that extra income on that extra day. Um, we are basically going to have to end up cutting some staff hours, on the slower periods, normally where we would have someone else in here, we're going to have to eliminate those shifts and work it ourselves, which is fine. It's our business. We should, we should have to do that. But 
I don't know. I'm just worried that it's not going to be compensated. The wage increase might not compensate for the hours that we're going to lose. We're trying to keep it as close as we can so everyone's still making the same amount of money, but there's not going to be as many hours to go around. We're just not going to be able to put that together. And unfortunately, we do have to raise our prices uh, because even with those measures, we're not going to be able to we're not going to be able to eat the bill ourselves. Yeah, I think most people assume that the Loblaws and the Metro, and they, they hear these huge corporations, and they don't feel any pity for them, but what they don't do is realize that you're the neighbors, you're the the people that open the businesses, create jobs, create the communities, and, and that's who's really going to feel it. It's the mom-and-pop independent businesses. I agree. Well, I think it's really easy, too, for people to think, uh, well, they're business owners. Uh, they, you know, they're bucked up, they must drive a nice car, you know, it's, that actually was one of the comments. That was, I bet you they drive, you know, these guys drive a decent car and they're doing this and they own their house and everything. Um, you know, it's, I have a three-month-old daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife is not working this year at all. She's on maternity leave. I'm the sole breadwinner right now. And if I actually broke down uh, my, my income right now from being a business owner into an hourly wage with me doing about 60 to 70 hours a week, a week in the restaurant, I'm pretty much at the minimum wage hike that we're going to be at. I'm just slightly above that. Can your business survive uh, this? I hope so. I really hope so. Um, I, I mean, I'm an optimist, so I just look at it that I'm going to make it work no matter what I have to do. Um, I'm hoping that both Rich and I are going to be able to keep all of our staff on. I think that's something that we're, re- that's really something that we're striving for. We want to make sure that we can keep everyone employed keep, and keep our head above water. Chris Stevens joining us. He owns Kaboom Chicken. And we'll stay on top of this and see how he does. But that is the face of the minimum wage political hike.